0: If you're a woman who has experienced a vaginal yeast infection, you are extremely familiar with the symptoms. vaginal discharge, vaginal dryness, itching, and burning. These are the hallmarks of vaginal yeast infections. For a lot of females, it's not unusual to experience one episode in your lifetime. However, for some females out there, vaginal yeast infections are a common occurrence. Whether you're experiencing it once a month, once every couple months... This is actually a concern because when you're experiencing vaginal yeast infections more than four times a year, that's more than four times a year of having vaginal discharge, itching, burning, and irritation, this is called recurring yeast infections. Today, we're going to actually explore why some females struggle to overcome recurring yeast infections and how we can find your health once again. My name is Dr. Veach Nielsen and this is Finding Health, a show about finding health through integrated medicine. For the last 14 years, patients come to me feeling trapped, frustrated, exhausted, and hopeless, leading them to ask why. I help people find answers through time-proven, science-based, integrated treatments and want to share with you how you may find your health once again. Before you lose hope, find your health by asking why. For many women out there, a yeast infection is a simple thing to treat. They usually typically go to their local drugstore, pick up an anti-yeast medication, and they take it either orally or through suppository. In this situation, it often works for a lot of females. However, what happens when you're using these medications? Well, one of the things a lot of females are not aware of is that there is an increased risk factor of miscarriages. So if you're trying to have a family, you may want to think twice about using these medications, and especially if you're using them more frequently, that can increase your risk. The other issue that comes in with yeast infections, especially recurring yeast infections for a lot of females, is that they find a correlation, a relationship between removing sugars out of their diet. So in other words, taking away refined sugars and even natural sugars like fruits out of their diet to simply help them overcome these yeast infections. But one of the most common things in my practice is that I see a lot of females who come in each day with this issue going, look. I've removed the diets, I'm doing all the right things, I've I've changed my lifestyle, I'm using organic soaps, I'm using a lot of different products to help support a healthy vaginal flora, why am I still getting this? And what we miss often in a clinical situation is that even though you're taking the right steps of a dietary action, the problem is that it's a little bit more hormonal than it is to do with sugars. Because you have to remember, these yeasts live inside your vaginal tract, so there's no way you're going to starve out the yeast if it's part of your body. A yeast infection is when a woman experiences an overgrowth of yeast in her vaginal tract. Specifically, what happens is that your microbiome inside the vagina actually goes through an alteration of its normal population. So what does that mean in like simple, simple English? Basically, inside the vagina, you have a whole host of microorganisms like bacteria and yeast that live there. And they're getting along with one another. They're in an appropriate amount of bacteria and yeast that's required to keep the vagina healthy. In some cases, what happens is that there's an alteration, a change in the amount of bacteria, which results in the yeast to have an opportunity to overgrow, resulting in the symptoms of a yeast infection. So inside the vagina, remember, there's a lot of bacteria and yeast there that's designed to keep you healthy. Once these go through changes, that's when a yeast infection can come up. So when there's a change in the bacteria flora, the yeast starts to overgrow and this results in the symptoms of a milky white discharge to a curdle-like discharge, itching, burning, and discomfort. And this can only occur when there's something disrupting the vaginal flora. And this can only occur when the vaginal flora goes through a change, an alteration. There are many reasons a woman can get a yeast infection. Hormones such as estrogen changes during your pregnancy or while you're breastfeeding, or especially for females in menopause. If you're on estrogen supplementation, you may find that you're more predisposed to getting a yeast infection. Diabetes, which is a condition where your sugar levels can be not controlled naturally, resulting in an increase in sugar that helps feed the yeast inside the vaginal tract. Antibiotics are also extremely well-known to predispose females to developing yeast infections simply because they alter the flora inside the vaginal tract. Vaginal sprays, condoms, lubrications can also change the flora by influencing the pH inside the vaginal tract, resulting in the yeast to overgrow. Individuals who have weakened immune systems with chronic ailments such as HIV or other chronic diseases can find themselves susceptible to more yeast infections. Finally, the last but not least is intimacy. Yeast infections are not considered to be sexually transmitted diseases, but they are considered to be a factor that can influence the spreading of yeast infection from person to person. So if you are getting yeast infections after intimacy, you may want to consider getting treatment for both yourself and your partner. When it comes to treating yeast infections, we often think about eradicating the yeast, killing the yeast, similar to like a bacterial infection where you take an antibiotic. In this case, you're taking an antifungal. However, for females who are getting recurring yeast infections, four or more episodes in a given calendar year, this is probably not the best fit. Because again, you cannot eradicate something that's part of your body. Yeast resides in the vaginal flora and it lives there and only expresses itself when there's an opportunity to overgrow. So today we're going to ask why. Why do some females experience these yeast infections? And simply, what we need to look into is actually a couple factors. Three simple factors. The first factor is your healthy flora. What influences the vaginal flora to change? And that influence is the second factor, which is estrogen. Estrogen actually plays a role in regulating your flora, in regulating the bacteria and yeast inside your vaginal tract. And if that estrogen is not doing its job properly or there's too much estrogen available, what then tends to happen is that it actually increases natural sugar productions inside your vagina. And yes, inside your vaginal tract, you have cells that produce sugars that actually helps regulate and feed the bacteria and yeast that keeps it in harmony. And this is what we're missing. Inside your vaginal tract, your immune system, your own body, Has found a way to keep itself healthy. And there was a change that altered the way your body could do this. So these changes really resulted in an immune system change. And so the immune system gets impacted by estrogen. So again, your vascular flora is dependent on estrogen, which helps produce the natural sugars inside the vascular tract. And when these estrogen levels are too high, it's going to start producing natural sugars at a higher rate which then starts to feed the yeast to overgrow. When this happens, we start to get recurring yeast infections. So really, it's those three key steps. A healthy flora, healthy estrogen levels, and a healthy natural sugar production inside the vaginal tract. Let's explore these three factors a little bit more in depth. The vaginal flora, estrogen, and how your vagina produces natural sugars. So the first step is really your microbiotic flora. And you've probably heard this word before, more related to your intestinal tract or your digestive tract. And the neat thing about this is that your flora, especially in the vaginal tract, plays a massive role in making sure you can stay healthy. So when you're going through a menstrual cycle and you're using tampons, this is what actually prevents you from getting very sick because inside those tampons there's chemicals and even microparticles that come off and stay inside the vaginal tract. Interestingly enough if you're finding that you're getting a lot of yeast infections using tampons you may want to consider switching to a different product because these tampons again can release these microparticles increasing the chances of developing a yeast infection. When it comes to your microbiotic flora, there's a whole wide range of bacteria inside your vaginal tract that can keep it healthy or that can even alter it that results in the overgrowth of yeast. So really, you want to keep the vaginal tract healthy by making sure your vaginal flora stays healthy. A main factor for recurring yeast infections is actually your estrogen levels. Estrogen is a hormone produced in your body naturally by your ovaries as, as well as your adipose tissue, also known as fat tissue. When you have estrogen, it's really essential to have a healthy amount because if you have too little, you experience vaginal dryness. And if you have too much, in this case, you experience yeast infections. And the reason for this is estrogen actually regulates your bacteria flora as well as your immune system. So with estrogen, the way it regulates your bacterial flora is that It actually gives you nutrients to help keep the vaginal flora healthy. And the way estrogen impacts your healthy flora is by producing natural sugars found inside the vaginal tract. So inside the vaginal tract, you actually have cells that produce sugars. For these cells to produce sugars, they require estrogen. And again, way too much estrogen, way too much natural sugars. So estrogen really impacts your flora through regulating the amount of natural sugars your body produces inside the vaginal tract to keep it healthy. Too much estrogen leads to too much natural sugars, which leads to too much yeast. By understanding these three factors, we can now help a woman overcome recurring yeast infections. And the way to do this is to bring back balance to the flora. And this can be done through helping regulate the estrogen production. Remember, If you have a yeast overgrowth that keeps reoccurring each and every year, you're not having typically just a yeast overgrowth issue. Your overgrowth issue is from a hormonal imbalance mainly led by estrogen. You cannot kill yeast when it's part of your vaginal flora, but you can bring it back to control by harmonizing, regulating, and normalizing your vaginal flora. By understanding what yeast infections are, especially in terms of what factors influence recurring yeast infections, one can take the step towards helping recover their health. In other words, one can take the steps of finding their health once again. When it comes to yeast infections, we are familiar that recurring yeast infections are influenced by hormones, mainly estrogen. And this estrogen causes a change in your bacterial flora by increasing the natural production of sugars inside your vaginal tract, which helps feed the yeast. So, how do we overcome yeast infections, especially recurring yeast infections? Well, before we get to that, I want to actually cover some approaches that I use in my practice. The first one is homeopathic medicines. Homeopathic medicines are microdoses of natural substances that are used to stimulate the body's immune system to help it regulate and help normalize the body's function. And the second one is actually nutraceuticals nutraceuticals we're very familiar with. They're your vitamins, supplements, and herbs. The beautiful thing about homeopathic medicines is that not only are they natural, but they work really well in regulation and normalizing the body's processes. But on top of that, one of the secret things about homeopathic medicines a lot of people are not aware of is that there are medications specific to helping eradicate yeast overgrowth as well as helping regulate hormones so you're getting a dual action. So you're taking care of two things in one go. With homeopathic medicines, there are several medications that actually can help with this. And I'm going to highlight a few of my favorite ones that help a lot of females overcome yeast infections. The first one is actually miserium. And miserium is a homeopathic medicine that I use to actually help with the vaginal dryness and the itching. And the reason for this is that studies have shown that in test tubes, when you're testing the action of the homeopathic medicine against Candida, or yeast as we call it, these homeopathic medicines have been able to show that they work very similar to antifungal treatments in being able to kill yeast. Yes, that's right. Homeopathic medicines can actually help kill yeast. So, Miserium is one of these homeopathic medicines that works exceptionally well in killing yeast. Another helpful medicine is Calliumide. And Calliumide is another homeopathic medicine that also kills yeast. And again, this is not based on just my opinion, but these are also based on scientific studies done in studying homeopathic medicines and their ability to help assist in killing yeast. And the reason why these homeopathic medicines are able to do this is that they actually help with the way the yeasts are building up in the body. It's a little bit complicated, but just give me about 30 seconds. So inside your body, when the yeasts are overgrowing, There's a chemical process where they create a biofilm, and this biofilm actually protects them and steals more nourishment, more nutrients that your body produces naturally. Miserium and calumide are homeopathic medicines that are actually able to reduce the biofilm, which then helps the immune system come in and take away the overgrowth of yeast, so it helps the immune system kill the yeast. Pretty neat, actually, when you think about it, something natural that can help regulate biofilm, and help your immune system come in to eradicate the overgrowth, that's a really good start because now we're helping your body realize its potential and come back to its normal form of regulation. When it comes to other homeopathic medicines, we don't just take care of killing the yeast by using mesarium or calumide, but we also help balance out hormones. Things like sepia or pulsatilla are two homeopathic medicines that may potentially help regulate the type of estrogen your body's producing. And the reason why it's important to regulate estrogen production is because, remember, too much estrogen can lead to too much sugar produced naturally inside your vaginal tract. When you take care of this estrogen by using homeopathic medicines, what we're essentially doing with the homeopathic medicines is we're not playing a role with suppressing or increasing or decreasing any particular type of hormones, what we're doing is we're giving a medicine like sepia, for example, that actually helps regulate the way your body's using estrogen so it's not doing too high or too low. We don't want the dips. We want just a healthy, normal level like you had before this occurred. And so for a lot of females after pregnancy, they will experience recurring yeast infections. And the reason for this is that the hormones are out of sync. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring it in balance. And Sepi and Pulsatilla are one of the major ones That plays a role in helping balance out these hormones. So with homeopathic medicines, there's four key ones to keep in mind. Miserium, great for vaginal dryness and itching. I, great for discharge of the milky white discharge with a lot of burning. And then comes the hormone regulators, the sepia and pulsatilla. However, these aren't just the four medicines. These are the four ones that I'm highlighting for the purpose of this show, just to give some information to get you started on your journey. Homeopathy offers a lot of amazing tool sets for women's health in general. But with yeast infections, is probably one of those best-kept secrets in helping females overcome their yeast infections because it's really about normalizing and regulating your body's immune system, your hormonal production, and keeping your microbiotic flora inside the vaginal tract healthy. When it comes to nutraceuticals and supplements, a lot of females will try various approaches. The most common two things I hear often is that they try anti-candida products or anti yeast products that they buy online or at the health food store. And sometimes this even includes some females doing homemade recipes of yogurt or garlic that they insert inside their vaginal tract. And they often get very discouraged that this isn't working because they're looking at it going, hey, I'm doing everything to kill the yeast and it keeps coming back. Well, the reason why it keeps coming back is because you can't kill it because it's part of you. So when you're thinking about taking an anti yeast program... Please keep in mind, if you're having chronic recurring yeast infections, it's not because you're having way too much yeast that's overgrowing necessarily on its own, but it's the fact that you're having way too much yeast growing because your estrogen is feeding it. So you have to regulate the hormones to help regulate the growth of yeast. When it comes to regulating your microbiotic flora, one of the most common things that females use is actually probiotics. Probiotics are actually really helpful in the early stages. So if you're having recurring yeast infections and you've been having it for more than a year, two or three, or even longer than that, probiotics can be often disappointing at the initial stage because they're just not the right fit at that time. However, if you're going to use probiotics, there's two things to remember. Number one, not all probiotics are created equal. And what I mean by that is the second point. There are particular strains in probiotics that can actually help you regain control, and help you maintain a normal vaginal microbiotic flora. These two strains are actually called Lactobacillus rhamnosus GR1, and Lactobacillus retura, RC14. And in research studies, these two strains have actually shown consistency in helping normalize the microbiotic flora. So if you're going to get it, remember these two strains. If you can't find these two strains, put your money away and look into a different option because the outcome isn't that good. So remember, when it comes to probiotics, it's just like any medication. So you, you got to use the right type of probiotic for the right reason to actually get the outcome you're looking for. So if probiotics aren't a right fit because you've had a long-term recurring yeast infections for over a year or two or even longer than that, there are other options in terms of nutraceuticals. So one of the other options is actually NEC also known as NAC. NEC is a very interesting supplement because it actually offers three solutions in one. The first one is NEC is a really good anti-inflammatory. Second one is NEC can actually kill yeast. And the third one is NEC is actually able to help regulate your hormones, especially estrogen, by reducing inflammation. So when it comes to recurring yeast infection, the reason why NEC is beneficial for some females is that it can actually be helpful not just with eradicating yeast, but it can help balance out hormones as well. However, if you're using NAC, it's not for everyone because it can cause tummy upsets like heartburn, diarrhea. So you want to make sure that this is right. Another interesting thing about NAC is that it's not a new supplement. It's actually been used in traditional medicine even for people who overdose on Tylenol or even for respiratory conditions. A hidden gem out there for a lot of females about NAC is that it's actually a great fertility enhancer, and that is one of our podcasts coming up in the future. But for yeast infections, remember, NEC is really helpful in eradicating yeast by helping kill off the yeast. It's a great anti-inflammatory, and it also helps regulate hormones like estrogen. Another supplement that I find extremely helpful, and this is one of the last ones we're going to be covering today, is resveratrol. Resveratrol is actually an antioxidant, but also is a phenomenal hormone regulator, and it can also kill yeast. So why is resveratrol one of these unknown ones for it? Well, simply because as clinicians, we get over on trying to kill the yeast, not in trying to balance out the body when this is part of your, when yeast is part of you. We tend to forget that because in a crisis, we look at the problem. We don't look at the actual cause for the problem. So what resveratrol does is that inside your vaginal tract, you have receptors of estrogen. And resveratrol actually helps these receptors turn on or off in terms of regulating the activity they have so they can either take more estrogen or take less. So resveratrol is actually able to influence the amount of estrogen your body is going to be using in the vaginal tract, which helps regulate the amount of estrogen you're getting, which then helps regulate the amount of sugars you're naturally producing, which then the payoff comes to helping the candida not overgrow. So remember, resveratrol is one of those hidden gems, but it's extremely, extremely useful for females who have recurring yeast infections. When you're treating yourself... Don't get overwhelmed if you're getting stuck because recurring yeast infections are actually very hard to treat in medicine in general. Whether it's in traditional medicine or in integrated medicine, it is a challenging one to treat. And fortunately, I've been able to help a lot of females overcome yeast infections. And the way I've been able to do that is by integrating therapies like homeopathic medicines, which have been shown to help kill off yeast as well as regulate hormones and also using nutraceuticals which by combining these two, we're able to accelerate the recovery process. More importantly, we're able to not only get females back to their normal healthy status of being yeast free, but they're able to now enjoy a normal diet, have their chocolates, cake, and eat it too. When it comes to having recurring yeast infections, don't get over-focused on trying to eradicate and kill yeast. This yeast is part of your body. You cannot kill something that's part of you, but you can regulate it, you can have it normalize so that it can fall back in place where it was before all of this trouble started. When you're helping yourself with recurring yeast infections, please remember, diet is important, but it's a symptom. So if you're finding that sugars are causing your yeast infection to come back again, it's your body screaming, hey, I got way too much estrogen in here that's already producing enough sugars, so stop giving me more sugars. When you take care of that estrogen, it won't do that anymore and you will start to have less yeast infections. Address the root issue, find your why, and help recover your health. Thank you for joining me. It was a pleasure and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening to Finding Health. I'm Dr. Vijay Nielsen, a homeopathic doctor with 14 years of clinical experience. If you found this episode helpful, please pass along to a friend or family member, and don't forget to subscribe because the next episode you may find what you're looking for. For those who are wanting help, you can visit us online at nielsenclinic.com, n-i-e-l-s-e-n-clinic.com, or make an appointment by telephone at 403-265-9730. All information, content, and material in this podcast is for informational purpose only and is not intended to serve as a substitute for consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment for a qualified physician or healthcare provider.